It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Tony Pollard is under the franchise tag for the 2023 season. But as we learn more and more about the NFL running back market, we have to wonder, is this the last year or not about Tony Pollard being on the Cowboys. We'll break it down tonight. Welcome everyone into the show and let's get right into it. Here we go. What is up everyone and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas on-demand sports talk network with a lot more content coming your way. Make sure that you check out aducsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, though, let's get into Tony Pollard and the running backs around the NFL. It is not looking pretty for running backs. It is not a fair thing that is going on out there. And I'm going to be honest with you. You guys know that I like looking at numbers and talking about data analytics and using advanced metrics, etc. I'm I'm for all of that. I want teams to go for it and for down. I want them to throw the football in early downs. I want to, I want them to do all of that. But it might not be fair what's going on with the running backs. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying that you look at Dalvin Cook, who was recently released by the Minnesota Vikings, had four consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, scored touchdowns, was explosive, did pretty much everything right. Sure, he missed a handful of games here and there but still got that production in and he was just cut for like $10 million. That was going to be his salary in 2023. He only had like $2 million in guaranteed money and the Vikings said, nope, he's gone. Saquon Barkley is under the franchise tag. He has not signed a contract extension. Josh Jacobs is in the same situation. He has not signed the tag. Pollard did, by the way. So if you're wondering Tony Pollard's situation, let's get that right out of the way. Tony Pollard did sign the tag, has shown up for everything that the Cowboys have done this offseason. And we all know that there's a health issue there because he suffered that ankle injury towards the, I mean, in the last game of the season versus the 49ers. But he has he is locked in and ready to go. My question, though, then becomes, what about next year in 2024? July 17th is the key date here because that is the deadline to sign uh, players who are under the franchise tag to a contract extension. So that, that will be when we find out. So we're not that far away from that particular date, by the way. 
But if he does play under the tag and he plays out the 2023 season for close to $11 million, which is what he's going to get with that tag, does he come back in 2024? And I think that is a big, big question. So let's get the show started by throwing that question out there. Gut feeling, yes or no, is Tony Pollard a part of the Cowboys in 2024? Let me know in the chat. In the meantime, I will say hi to all of you guys. Uh, we've got Toxic Tom saying, you are worth what the market is willing to pay. Life in general, says Toxic Tom. And that is the thing. Like, I'm not even saying that it is wrong that these players are not getting their paydays and all of that. I'm saying that it is, it sucks. I think that's that's the, the, the point here. Like, if you're a running back and you're getting your productive seasons in there and you seek a big-time contract, teams are not going to be willing to pay you at the similar rising rates that we've seen across the entire NFL because your your position is not getting paid, period. Shout out to Joey Vela. Thank you, sir. Thank you. He says that he likes the shirt. I appreciate it. Uh, I like that it looks like a shirt, but it's not a shirt. <laughs> uh, shout out to Lance Bell. We've got Ines over at Facebook. I think we've got Mark Aaron over here on YouTube. Catherine at Facebook. Double R on YouTube. Same as... I miss somebody around here. El Pipiti Pau, Ryan Weber at Facebook, and the answers are already coming in. Depends on if he's healthy. Running backs a dime, a dozen, says Ryan. Paul says no. Toxic Tom says let Pollard walk. Do not, under any circumstance, says Toxic Tom, extend Pollard. We learned the lesson. The return on investment is not worth it. And PPD Power goes with yes, however. Double R goes with yes. Paul says, how much again? Just gut feeling, taking into account what you think he will likely go for. Lance Bell says, I would say yes. Yes, if he runs for 1,200 yards and 14 touchdowns, says Katharina. Yes, for sure, if he's not hurt, most definitely. Keep in mind, and this is where it gets more difficult. The Cowboys have to take care of Trayvon Diggs' extension. They have to take care of C.D. Lamb's extension. And, you know, there's a different level of urgency with all of those. I think that if you're the Cowboys, right now you're looking into extending Trayvon Diggs and C.D. Lamb. Those are your top two priorities. And there's also the Dak Prescott factor, which is, you know, another extension that the Cowboys are probably going to be forced to put together. And then as soon as 2024 comes around, as soon as the season is over in 2020, in February 2024, Cowboys are going to start thinking about extending Micah. It's going to become about Micah Parsons too. Those are big names that will demand big contracts at, at big positions. That's why, and it's too early, too early to tell for sure, I'm going to lean towards saying no. I don't really think that the Cowboys are going to stick with Tony Pollard over the long run. That's just my gut feeling right now. 
And I don't know, because at the same time, you know that Mike McCarthy will value the running back. We talked about this offense and whether or not it will really be all about establishing the run and running the damn ball, as Mike McCarthy said early in the offseason. I think that there is some misdirection to that based on what McCarthy has done at previous stops. I mean, at Green Bay, basically. He has had very pass-happy offenses, but he does value the running back. And I think it is going to be very tough to walk away from somebody like Pollard a year from now, assuming that Pollard goes out there and he puts together a fantastic season. Uh, the, the way that it could happen, in my opinion, I don't think that the Cowboys break the bank for Pollard. I don't think that, that will happen. The best chance, in my opinion, for Tony Pollard to be around for 2023 is if the market gives Pollard close to no option. Because once more, Cook was released from the Vikings when he was about to be in for $10 million as the salary in 2023. That is a very low figure. And still the Vikings said, we're out. Uh, even though two of those $10 million were guaranteed. The Cowboys already took the out from Ezekiel Elliott's contract. And somebody like Miles Sanders from the Philadelphia Eagles signed like for fewer than $7 million this very offseason. He signed for like $6.35 million be, uh, with the Carolina Panthers. And Tom Pelissero, the NFL Network insider, was talking about this on a segment earlier today. And he said, I believe that Cook's contract is going to be higher than that. So he thinks Cook is likely going to get back to that $10 million range pretty much. I do not know exactly what Pollard's future looks like. One scenario that I would rule out is him getting something like a, a crazy number that puts him as the highest paid running back or something like that. Uh, over multiple years. Right now, Pollard is the seventh highest paid running back in the NFL. That would be an average value per year. But he would be the first running back in the league in terms of cash paid in 2023. And obviously, that also has to do with signing bonuses from other players whose contracts are higher, but they're not getting the cash now. Uh, Pollard, with the franchise tag, is getting all of his cash this very year. And I'm just going to open up over the cap here really quickly and go to the running backs page and go through some of these numbers. Christian McCaffrey got, got uh, $16 million per year with $30 million fully guaranteed out of 64 in total value. That is a very high number. I don't think that Pollard gets close to that. Kamara, it's a $15 million per year. Derrick Henry is at 12.5, and the Vike and Titans are at least rumors exist about Henry's future with the Titans. I think that he stays on board for this year. Obviously, it's pretty late now. 11.5 for Aaron Jones. If the Cowboys can get Pollard for a number closer to like 6 million or 7 million, sure, I think that he can uh, stick around. But if you're Pollard and you put together another big-time year with the Cowboys, this time as the starter, 
and the undisputed starter, by the way, does that change? Does the, is there a situation in which he's out there asking for a number closer to 15 million per year and the Cowboys have to be out? It's not going to be easy to have him stick around. I'm going to lean. I'm going to slightly lean towards saying that he won't be back for 2024. But the reason why I hesitate to do that is that he might be forced by the market to settle for a low number in the first place. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat in the meantime. Toxic Tom says, Mo, refresh me. Who has the last, who was the last team to win the Super Bowl with their high-paid running back? I will wait, says Toxic Tom. Yep, that's a good point. And for I mean, that's a good point, but I also think that is one of the weakest points that he can make against. Like I, I agree with Toxic Tom. I agree with him, fully agree with him, but my point is you can make far more convincing arguments than that because winning the Super Bowl, a lot of it goes, a lot of things go into it that I think it's worth the argument, but also just look at EPA per play, look at the differences in wins above replacement for other positions and compare it with the running back position. Look at what many of these teams with very good offensive lines have done without their top backs. Heck, the Vikings are a perfect example of that. Cook went out, Madison went in, and he had a killer performance game after game. Mark Aaron says, Mo, it is June. Teams spent money in free agency back in March. And I'm talking mostly about uh, the future. I I'm not really focusing on, on the Cowboys getting that extension done right now or anything like that. Tommy915 says, I would be fine with three years. $28 million with Pollard. I I wonder, like, what's the contract length that you would aim for, too, with Pollard? That's a good point from Tommy915. If you can get it to where it is a three-year commitment instead of something longer than that, then I could feel more comfortable breaking the bank for somebody like Pollard. But I'm also thinking about, as I said earlier on the show, Trayvon Diggs, C.V. Lamb, Micah Parsons, Dak Prescott. And then even on top of that, even on top of that, and I will just very quickly go to the over the cap page again here and read you some of the names that are going to be free agents in 2024 and that we will discuss at some point in the offseason here now that we are reaching the debt period. And when I say the debt period, I mean, you know, the Cowboys OTA slash minicamp are essentially over technically. Uh, rookie players are still going to go back for some classroom work. But hear me out. Stefan Gilmore is going to be a free agent. I mean, that's kind of a different situation because he's signing a one-year deal as a veteran. Armstrong is set to become a free agent. Tyron Smith. And make no mistake about it, Tyron Smith low-key could come back for another year. Yaron Kears, the safety, could also be paid, you know, He's a guy that has played very well for the Cowboys. I'm not sure that he's going to go out there in the market and break the bank. So I think there, there are a lot of scenarios where Garen Kears could come back to the Cowboys beyond 2023. And I say that even after the Cowboys signed Donovan Wilson. 
Jaron Kyrgios is 30 years old. He's going to be 30 years old when the season starts. Anyways, Jordan Lewis, also a free agent. Saren Steele, also set to become a free agent. And this time, a legit one. Not like last year or like this year. Wait, that's the correct term. This year. Uh, where he was a restricted free agent. And he just had to sign the tender. Saren Steele is going to be a legit free agent next season. Uh, Malik Hooker. Dante Fowler. Already mentioned Trevon Diggs. CJ Goodwin. Eh. Jonathan Hankins. Chuma Doga, Ronald Jones, Neville Gallimore. Tyler Vyadish is going to be a free agent next year. So even the low-key names are going to be very, very interesting to follow next offseason. Lance Bell says Pollard would be crazy to sign that contract. And that could get us to the next topic. And to the next question, not, not really a topic because it's the same topic that we are already talking about. But when, if and when Tony Pollard signs that extension, if it does happen, whether it's this year or maybe next year when he's a free agent, does he sign for over or under $12 million per year? That it would put him at the level of Joe Mixon, who is the fifth highest paid running back in the league, and below Nick Schaub, Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, and Christian McCaffrey. At this moment, it's Mixon at fifth, Aaron Jones at sixth, Josh Jacobs, NC Quan Barkley, and Tony Pollard all tied at seventh as they are the franchise tagged players of the year at the position. Over or under $12 million? Let me know in the chat. What do you think? And while you do that, and before I give you my answer, let me talk to you about our friends who make this show possible, FreemanMazda.net. A family-owned business has been so for over 65 years. You can check out their wide range of new and used vehicles at their car dealership in Irving, Texas, or at their website over at FreemanMazda.net. In there, you can browse through the Features of every car, pictures of the outside and inside of every vehicle. And as we do around this time here on Primetime, it is time for us to discuss the Freeman Mazda Ride of the Week. Now it is the new 2023 Mazda CX-50 2.5S Select All-Wheel Drive. It starts at $31,070. It's got blind spot monitor rain-sensing wipers, game-changing Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, and a fuel economy of 24 miles per gallon in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are on the highway. So make sure you check it out over at FreemanMazda.net. Over under $12 million. Let's see. Double R says 24 to $26 million for three years. Catherine goes with the over. Mark Aaron says, curious, if Pollard leaves after this year, what round comp pick would we get? And that would depend mostly on where he signs and what he signs for. Wouldn't be that high, in my opinion. Well, all this depends if Pollard runs crazy this year. And yeah, that's why, you know, I wanted to call it a gut feeling and all of that, because it's way too early to tell. It's way too early to tell. 
Malik Davis, I think, will be the factor under versus Lance Bell. Toxic Tom says, oof, I don't know. Let's see how much Jacobs and Barkley get. And that's why I've got the July 17th deadline marked in my calendar. Whether or not Pollard ends up signing a, an extension, you would assume one of them, too, could sign an extension. And if they don't, then it might get uglier. Then it might get uglier. Uh, what was Mixon contract, says uh, Gregory? So Mixon got a $48 million contract where, uh, for four years, for four years, excuse me. And, yep, that is his... That is his deal with a $10 million signing bonus. And it runs through 2024, though. So, like, this extension was signed back in 2020, which is already a while back. It's already a while back. Three years for $32 million for Pollard, says Guru. Toxic says, I would try to extend Dax, Dix, Steele, Vyadish, and Kears before I even think about Pollard. And that is where the factor, the X factor is, in my opinion. That's why I'm saying no for now. Not because I think that Pollard won't cut it. I think that he will. I think that he will have a very good season as the lead back in the Cowboys offense. I'm just not sure if the market is going to be easy on him and easy on the Cowboys who need to take care of all of those players, which is a good thing. You have to, you have good players to extend. Ultimate that ultimately that that those are the kind of problems that NFL teams want to have in the first place. But it's going to be a challenge for the front office to get all of these deals done. And who's the odd man out, or the odd men out? Might be Pollard, and might be a surprising name. One of those players that Toxic Tom. Sent in the chat. Who knows? And I and I will bring it up again. You kind of want to get those deals done now because Micah is on your to-do list starting in 2024. But anyways, before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, let me share with you a little bit of cool news for the Cowboys. And, you know, not a lot to break down, honestly, when it comes to it. But there was a social media clip making the rounds over the weekend regarding two of the Cowboys' best and most important players, Micah Parsons and Tyler Smith. Both players attended Von Miller's Pass Rushing Summit. So think QB school, excuse me, tight end school. No, what is it called? George Kittle's tight end university. But for pass rushers and with Von Miller, here is a quick clip. That was posted on Twitter by D Line Bids. And I'm going to go with the ball. Now I'm going with the ball. And I'm going to be right here. And when I'm disengaging, because my hips are low, when I disengage, I can just come and come around. If my hips are high, I'm just, I'm just wasting time. I want to play down here. What is one word for that video? Let me know in the chat. He was working with Micah. He was working with Tyler Smith in the clip. You saw Von Miller passing on that wisdom to Tyler Smith. Let me know what is one word to describe Von Miller posting along 
among other players, the Cowboys, Tyler Smith, and Michael Parsons. I have a particular worthy in mind. I'll get to that. But first, I will say, I love seeing this kind of stuff. We talked about it when Micah worked with Andrew Whitworth. And I love the idea of Parsons going behind enemy lines to talk about, to talk to one of the best players out there and a future Hall of Famer. I love Tyler going to that too, like learning from Von Miller and what are his tricks and what are the things that have made him the player that he currently is and learning it from the other side. That is just, this is not my word, but I'm going to say that is just wise. Learning from the enemy. Learning from people that don't do what you do. That try to fight what you do. It applies too for, you know, when, you're, when you are one opinion, it also is pretty cool to read the other opinion in an educational exercise. Just a random, th uh, random thought to throw in there. Lance's knowledge. Ines is awesome. Double R says mentor. I will call it relevant. I think that when you get to the level of being an NFL player, we kind of underestimate how these players run out of resources. It's difficult to get to Division I football in college. It's difficult to get to uh, the NFL in the first place, to be drafted, to be a first-rounder, to stay in the NFL. And I think that as time goes on, these players are consistently losing people to learn from. And when Micah and Tyler get the opportunity to talk to people like Von Miller, I, I mean, it's just a guarantee that they're going to learn stuff that they can apply right away when Von Miller has been doing it for a long time. And he's one of the exceptions to the rule that you know careers are short in the nfl why has he stuck around for so long those kind of details are are the details that you can only get from those players and it's even cooler with bond miller because he's still in the league he's pretty updated to say what to say it one way he's dealing with all of the modern problems that that uh a pass rusher in the nfl in 2023 is dealing with Amazing, says Katharina. Eric says, play on, player. Uh, Lance says, MP is striving for greatness. Learning from all the greats. That is true, Lance. That is true. With Micah, man, it's awesome to see because he's always striving for that. And, and that hunger is very refreshing to see. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. As always, do me a favor and hit the like button for me. Hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Every thumbs up puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. So that will help me out a lot. And as always, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We are at the height of the offseason. And we're going to enjoy it here on the show every night at prime time thank you guys thank you to double r thank you to katharina thank you to toxic tom toxic tom says that micah will be the left guard of the cowboys hey sign me up thank you ines thank you everybody see you el día de mañana muchísimas gracias bye bye